at the stroke of the midnight hour on June the 25th 1975 India entered into its first national emergency today in this podcast we are going to explain what the constitution says about the declaration of emergency and how this changed after the 44th amendment welcome to this podcast again where we are going to discuss this very important topic as we celebrate an anniversary of the emergency on the 25th of june 2020 not only will we look at this emergency but we will also look at the case of adm jawalpur which had recently made its way into the current affairs section of many exams and is a five star topic for clat 2020 the national emergency in india was proclaimed under article 352 of the indian constitution article 352 of the indian constitution before the 44th amendment act laid that the president of the nation could proclaim an emergency if he or she was satisfied of the persistence of a grave threat to the security of the whole of india or a territory of india either by war external aggression or internal disturbances as per this old article 352 the proclamation was issued by the president after a decision about the same was taken by the prime minister indira gandhi and communicated to the president without consultation with her cabinet certainly a day later the cabinet ministers of indira gandhi had ratified this decision this proclamation was passed by both the houses of the parliament by simple majority as per the earlier provision the emergency could continue for as long as there was no fresh decision of the parliament article 352 was amended by the janata dal as soon as they came into power by means of the 44th constitutional amendment act before this act article 352 was rather vague and arbitrary it concentrated too much power in the hands of the prime minister and the cabinet thus when the janata dal came into power they decided to modify article 352 in ways that would make it much more transparent and increase the accountability of the ruling government during a national emergency under the constitution it was no longer it is no longer possible for the prime minister to unilaterally take a decision about the proclamation of emergency without any written explanation the procedure of declaration of the 44th constitutional amendment act has made it clear that the president can only proclaim an emergency when he or she has a confirmation of the crisis situation by the prime minister and the prime minister's cabinet presented to the president in a written form under article 74 the president can remit back the written dossier for emergency proclamation to the prime minister and the cabinet however if the cabinet resends it the president is obliged and must proclaim an emergency unlike in 1975 it is no longer possible for the prime minister to unilaterally take a decision about the proclamation of an emergency without any written explanation and transparency ordinarily the period of emergency should be limited to 1 year 1 year only the right to publication of proceedings in the parliament shall not be cancelled during an emergency as per the 44th constitutional amendment act 
one can now approach the supreme court and high courts to issue writs in the nature of habeas corpus which was not possible in the time of the 1975 emergency this makes us all go back to the 28th of april 1976 when a five member bench of the supreme court held that the liberty was a regulated freedom and hence not absolute in extraordinary circumstances such as during the state of internal emergency this set a dangerous precedent allowing the powers that be to detain political rivals who could in turn not move the court to protect the democratic freedoms one of the signatories to this ruling was justice y v chandrachur who would go on to become the longest serving chief justice of india his son dhananjay chandrachur known as danny to his friends was then 16 The verdict in officially the ADM Jabalpur versus Shivakant case, popularly known as the habeas corpus case, set the tone for countless arrests under the preventive detention law, a provision whereby defendants could not stake a claim to their liberty under these circumstances. In the year 2017, when the emergency case was revisited, a nine-judge constitution bench upheld that privacy was a fundamental right. overruled the 1976 verdict incidentally dy chandrachur tani who wrote the judgment for the larger bench termed the earlier verdict as being seriously flawed justice chandrachur has said in his speech in on the freedom of as art in mumbai on independence day in the year 2018 he made a personal statement which holds great relevance today The Supreme Court judge spoke of how with 7 to 8 hours of dictation left in the day when I finished dictating the order annulling the infamous ADM Jabalpur case of 1976 he told his secretary that they would close for the day he had told a parent he was wrong I know he referring to former chief justice Y V Chandrachur believed through his life that ADM Jabalpur was wrong The senior Chandrachur was among the four Supreme Court judges who sat on the five-judge habeas corpus bench for 37 working days and ruled that personal liberties in India were not to be necessarily upheld in the face of ex- the face of the executive after declaring an emergency. The detention started when on June 26, five members of parliament, part of a parliamentary delegation to Bangalore, were picked up from the city under the controversial Maintenance of Internal Security Act. It was on the 1st of September 1975 that the Supreme Court decided to collect all the habeas corpus cases from high courts and bunch them together to hear as one. Many seniors at the bar organized several telegrams to be sent to the Chief Justice to insist that he constitute a bench strictly in keeping with seniority. With the emergency having been declared, there was speculation and concerns about who would be on the bench, and the pressure from the executive and Indira Gandhi herself might prove to be too much for the Chief Justice. But it is said that a former Attorney General called upon the Chief Justice of India and told him about the rumors in the Supreme Court Bar Association, which ensured that a bench was chosen in, in accordance with seniority. The 15th of December 1975 was the date when the hearing started. The government's arguments were centered about how the political executive had rights in the times of war or during some extraordinary circumstances like an emergency to res- resist and restrict 
a person's personal liberty when justice h r khanna the only one who was ultimately to dissent asked the attorney general nirende if supposing some policeman for reasons of enmity not of state kill someone would there be a remedy day is said to have replied my lord not so long as the emergency lasts Several senior advocates including Shanti Bhushan, Soli Sorabji, V and Tarkunde argued that habeas cases in maintaining that it was appalling and that the remedy of habeas denied the securing of a citizen's life and liberty was dead. Sorabji went on to argue that the right of liberty predated the constitution. The ruling however was four in four in favor and one against. All the judges interestingly wrote separate judgments. but the net result was upholding the executive's prerogative to detain people and so a citizen had no right to move a habeas in a high court under article 226 in the light of the emergency justice beg amazingly went to speak of the care and concern bestowed upon by the state authorities upon the welfare of detainees who are well housed well fed and well treated is almost maternal ADM Jabalpur is seen as one of the darkest spots in the history of the Supreme Court. The motives of those gave that judgment have been a matter of great speculation ever since. Was it an honest but narrow reading of the law or was it self-preservation against a strong government or was it something else? Notably, Justice Y.V. Chandrachud maintained that he had read the law right even if it was not right to follow it. This does not hold much water now. Another unique reasoning according was of rescuing the court by going along with the government. On the 30th of January 1976 a resolution was moved in the Lok Sabha recommending changes which would have resulted in significantly changing the constitution to clip the wings of the judiciary including the power of judicial review, writ jurisdiction of courts and parliament's power to amend the constitution. The famous constitutional scholar Grenville Austin has maintained that the ADM Jabalpur case captured the extent of the emergency its testing of consciences degrees of courage among lawyers and judges and its evocations of judicial philosophy in his words the habeas corpus case captures the emergency as nothing else once the janta party government was in place after indira gandhi lost the elections justice yv chandrachud said in a speech to the ficci on the 22nd of April 1978 and I quote I regret that I did not have the courage to lay down my office and tell the people well this is the law but one man had the courage at that time only one man and his name was justice H R Khanna he was superseded his dissent which is now legendary formed the grounds of the rejection of ADM Jabalpur in 2017 his portrait adorns court number 2 today but then he resigned after being superseded while each of the other judges on the bench went on to serve as the chief justice of india the then government did not stop justice khanna from nine high courts 16 judges who had anything to do with upholding personal liberties were swiftly transferred within two months as legal scholar gautam bhatia has put it in his book the transformative constitution justice khanna's dissent would constitute a contrapuntal or something that appears as a counterpoint soften solitary against the tide at the time but something that conceals the kernel of the future and the way ahead which lives on to speak forcefully another day this reminds me of costa gavras 1982 film missing which is a haunting story of what a military dictatorship does to its citizens 
as they go well missing the real life story set in chile was also about the actions of the us government which had even filed a lawsuit against it the way a society responds to enforced disappearances or detentions by the state is often seen as a marker for the health of a democracy it is possible that narendra modi might declare a financial emergency under article 360 of the indian constitution so it is a must that we dive deep into article 360 but that is an episode for another day thank you for joining me in today's podcast see you soon with another